0: Morning everybody, let's get into today's voice note and it's an important one because I think it's important to understand what I'm about to say so we don't start from failure, okay we start starting from failure a lot of the times and the reason I say this one post yesterday Charlotte Kate hopefully listening, um, it's a good example of you know how do people find work, how do they find time to work out when life is pretty much back to normal working nine to five kids all that stuff tiredness these are all very valid concerns yeah now the first thing to notice here is that if you read more the comments charlotte's trying to work out every single day right that's where charlotte if you're listening you're setting yourself up to fail before you even start because what is the why is it that you think you need to work out every day Now, this might be based on a false assumption. So, we're leading down to the wrong route. So, if we look at what's needed for success in health and fitness, it's very, very clear. David has shown it in a seminar. If you only did cardio, that reduces your risk of mortality. If you only did strength workouts, that reduces even more than just cardio. But if you do both, it reduces by more than, you know, the other two. So, what we need to do is, okay, so how much cardio Now how much weight training do we need to do a week to get the benefits and how much walking do we need and the studies are clear okay the research is very clear on this if you can just do two to three strength workouts a week you will get the majority of the benefits there is no need to do more than that if we want to do more than that but our life is telling us hold on a second you're getting really tired you're trying to fit everything in the mental stress is even more tiring right because that's true you can actually tie yourself out by thinking things. You're in conflict in your mind all the time. So Charlotte, you're probably waking up every day in conflict. When can I work out today? I can't, but when can I do it? Can I fit it in now? Can I do this? This conflict in the mind is causing all sorts of stress, and this stress is the same. The stress we think about psychologically is the same stress as if it was a physical stressor, like you know someone coming out to attack you. That stress response from a physical thing is the same stress response we can make up in our own mind. And it's where we're putting our bodies into overdrive all the time, stress, stress, stress. And the more stress we have, it wears down on us. It causes things to go wrong. So we need to understand the importance of not putting ourselves in that daily position of waking up and going, What when are we going to work out? stressing out? That's the first thing. And the way we can reduce that stress is to actually plan the week ahead and go, I need to find three time slots this week to work out and the studies have shown if you write down the time and day you're gonna do a workout you increase your chances of doing it by 3x okay so for Charlotte for example instead of thinking I have to wake out wake work out three of my workouts in Monday to Friday I'm trying to fit it in through work and all that stuff why don't I do two of the workouts on the weekend I can wake up earlier and have two workouts in the morning of each. We, you know, of Saturday and Sunday, and then I can try and fit that workout in on Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever work, which day you work from home, which day is less stress, is there a day in work where there's no meetings, like what is it, which day can you pick? And this way, we're not set ourselves up to fail from the start with these crazy uh, expectations of working out every uh, every single day, being perfect with our macros every single day, you know, meal prepping all the time. It's just, all this stuff's not possible. So it's important to understand where we're starting from, that we're not tripping ourselves up as the race gets started. So Charlotte, I hope that's helpful. And we're all different, okay? We're all different. If we look at the data, like I just said, about the training three times a week and doing a bit of cardio, really you get a lot of the benefits from walking. You don't exactly have to do running or cardiovascular like we think about it. We think cardio is the running, is the rowing, is the the stairmaster. But cardio can be brisk walking, okay. That walking at a brisk pace um, burns a decent amount of calories. You know, you're pushing off the floor, you're walking up and down different gradients. And the research shows once we hit between six to eight thousand steps a day, the benefits start leveling off. So, if we can start with six thousand and build up to seven and then eight every day, and so most of you are hitting ten, which is perfect, and it's not ten because Like David said, a company came up with a pedometer to do it. The 10,000 is kind of where it really does level off. But the 6 to 8 is kind of where it starts leveling off. So if we know this information, hit 6 to 8,000 steps a day, three strength workouts a week. Yeah, make sure our averages of our macros try and come as close as possible, which means some days can be higher and lower. This puts the pressure off every single day being perfect. We can use the macro planner. Stressful day, need more food, up it goes. Going out the weekend, up that goes, down the other day it goes. You've been flexible with your lifestyle, yeah? If we hit those three 3 things, the steps, the strength, and the macros, that's where our results come from. Every single, nearly every part of the results come from that. Why is it that we need more? Why is it that we think we need to do more than that? We don't need to do more than that. But the, the the data is clear. so. Us trying to do more, is that a form of us trying to procrastinate, even starting at a at a at a easier, kind of more um, realistic time frame? You know what I mean? Like what are we wanting more for? You need to question this, like, you know, it's it's it really is a false assumption, it's gonna it's gonna trip you up. And I think that like when we look at people being different, there's actually a really like interesting Twitter thread I was involved in yesterday. So a guy from Wales, he owns a big wine company in Wales tweeted out saying, you know, how can, there, how can there possibly be 1.4 million people claiming unemployment benefits in the UK when we have a major shortage of people in just about every sector of business? I don't get it. I really don't. I was like, buddy, let me tell you why. These jobs, there's a lot of jobs and you, need, you need skills, you need training. You can't just walk into them. lorry drivers, nurses, tech, teachers. You can't just walk into that job. You need to be trained up. And he goes, well surely 1.4 million people and nobody can pick up crops. Is that, that's what he said, nobody can pick up crops. And I said, well David, David, Daniel, you're cherry picking now because if the other jobs were fulfilled with skill, with people who got those skills, so by enabling people to go to university with out there costing three times as much as when I went. So you know, you're alienating a lot of people, making it easier for people to go up and go to uni and get trained, you know? And if we didn't scare everyone away with Brexit, there wouldn't be the shortage, yeah? It's not because the people don't want to do the work. It's because the system is, is, has happened. The system is that these people who were trained have left and we haven't helped the people that did want to go through training from areas that are really under uh, underfunded and, you know, communities that need help. We haven't helped them rise as well. And he keeps saying, and like, well, I was a... When, this is what he says, yeah? And this is a debate a lot of people have in fitness. They say i am indeed a business owner and i started with nothing which is why maybe i don't get it i was told at a young age i would achieve nothing which is why i do what i do but profoundly believe there is a job for everyone then maybe i am naive yes yes you are naive Danielle. very naive this is the argument people have in health fitness because i can fit in five workouts a week because i've done it that means you should be able to do it because i've done this that means you should be able to do it that's fucking bullshit well, so, just because he's been able to be one of those lucky few that managed to rise from the class he was at, the working class, up to maybe whatever he's now, middle class now, started a successful business and it succeeded, most entrepreneurs fail. So, they started against him. He's trying to tell people, like, well, I was a business owner, I, I told nothing, but i have now successful. Well, actually, Daniel, if you told everybody to go start a business, 99% of people fail and every even more shit. So, it's the advice... Just because someone has succeeded in something doesn't mean it's the advice for you. And I keep going on and saying, look, it doesn't matter to me. People have been different backgrounds. People have got different socioeconomic issues. Some areas don't have any good transport links to jobs. Sometimes people have to give up living in their community, leave their family, leave the security there to work an hour away for a job that's only given them zero-hour contracts or a job that gives them no security whatsoever. So we're asking people to sacrifice a lot just because one person's managed to do it this is the problem and this is where we get suckered in in the fitness industry (laughs) did i even was that even a word in the industry basically there's people on social media shredded with abs yeah successful business owners on instagram i got to say, i'm working from a laptop from dubai la 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 successful and you think wow amazing and they're telling you how they've achieved it Right which isn't the true story, guys, so don't take everything at service level, and then you're then expected to replicate what they've done, and then when you don't, you feel like you're a failure and this is when mimetic theory comes in as well. Your desires become their, their desires, and it's not the, how we should work. So for all of you who are looking at other people in the group, the training, the nutrition, the people's lifestyle, take into consideration all the different backgrounds of people that that have started a fitness journey. There is not one size fit all when it comes to how we should structure this sustainable life. There are core values we need to follow, of course. There are the strength workers, if possible, the macros. If we were to rank them, macros number one. You have to eat anyway, so it's the easiest way to get in. Track your macros a few extra minutes a day. Then we've got the steps. We have to do a bit of movement, guys. We have to, for the mental health, let's get that done. If you can fit in strength workers, done. Cool, those are the three criteria we've got to hit, yeah? You don't have to eat chicken and broccoli, right? You don't have to eat six meals a day. You don't have to do hit, high-intensity interval training every day. You don't have to do this. You don't have to be running a business and training to be this and that and doing everything at the same time and feeling like you're always behind. Right, just look, we need to stop looking elsewhere and really look at ourselves and our own lives and think, right, how can I do the best with the position I'm in? It doesn't matter what other people have done. With a life, but I going to stick to the core principles. If I can stick to the core principles, the three guiding stars of the strength and the and the walking and the macros, I try and fit as many of that into my lifestyle. That's gonna be that's enough for me. I'll try my best to do that. My attitude towards that is what matters, not so much. Oh, well, other people have been able to do this with ease, and they're way more you know quote unquote successful. How am I not there? That's just gonna cause you to just. Waste your time comparing. It's going to cause you to have the desires they've got, which you don't even want. Because that's what mimetic desire is. You go to a bar, like I said, I don't want to drink. I'll have a up, please. I'll have one as well. We start thinking, we start taking desires of other people, and they end up. They take us to ruin. They do take us to ruin. They they really do. So we really need to drink. The book we're reading now in book club, the Turtley, um Untamed, Glenn Doyle. One of, the main, one of the main concepts of the book is the author's able to. Finally stop letting society drag her where she where she thinks she needs to go and for her to fall into a self for decision making. So she calls it God or your instinct or your gut feeling. But what she's trying to say is sometimes we just need to take a step back, and go inside and think about what our life is and our desires and what we want to get out of life and is this my desire or is this someone else's desire? What's made me happy in the past? What do I need to do? Health is wealth. We need to focus on health anyway. And think. Yeah? And also, schwarzenegger has got a beautiful quote in this. He says, trust yourself. Don't even listen to your mother, your father, your cousins, your the, 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 the person who runs a business you work for. Okay? Trust yourself. Really think about what you want to get out of this process and not what other people think you should be doing. I hope I've driven the point home in this voice note. I think don't trip yourself up before you start by doing unrealistic aims that's one of the most important things you can do don't follow other people's desires don't think because someone else has done that you have to be able to achieve it so much goes into our lives and how we all end up different things happen all the time we can't just look at someone and replicate we can try and replicate and get them and it can ruin us but don't fall into the trap of people on Instagram thinking I've been able to do it you can that's going to make you feel pressured and then you're going to be under the cosh and it's not good and remember controlling stress is one of the most important things you can do as a really brief overview of stress acute stress which is short-term stress happens because you know someone's come out to attack and you run away and you get away that stress is a great response okay the energy goes to your muscles your adrenaline goes up you can run faster your muscles are activated yeah, your digestion kind of stops because you don't need to eat, obviously, because you're just in a stressed response. You need to survive. Yeah, you get ready for war, basically. All right, and it's a good response for danger. But when we turn on, turn on that response throughout the day, 10 or 15 times a day, what happens is the reverse. We actually, we actually get hungrier than we should be. Our hunger goes up. Our cravings for food, sugary food stuff goes up complications happen because the stress hormone in the blood's bloodstream elevates your immune system actually starts going down so your immune system goes up on acute stress but after chronic stress or all the time your immune system goes down you're gonna get weak you're gonna get ill faster or you're gonna get ill easier sorry so we must control the stress response because it's like burning through tires too fast you know and I think that comes from how we perceive what we should be doing and perceive the world, essentially. If we can perceive things in a different way, maybe slightly like what I've explained in this voice note, maybe we don't have to be so stressed about the things we all think we should be doing and we can just focus on ourselves, do our best every day, have good attitude towards our actions and we're going to be chuffed to bits, aren't we? When we happy people? Guys, enough of me chatting in your ear. I wish you the best of days. And uh, I'll see you for a leg workout later if you're keen. If not, do it when it fits your time frame, guys. It's on demand. What can I say? ta